this is not your fearless commissioner, Tom Hart. This is actually Vince Cartina, and I'm welcoming you guys to the KCLC Champions Podcast. And I'm side-by-side with Kyle Madaus. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Vince Cartina in the house tonight. would like to welcome him on to the KCLC Podcast. It's been a while, Vince. It's been, I think, probably a good year. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, it was probably, what, late last year when we had you on? I Maybe. Last year was a rough year for me. I don't want to be seen in the KCLC <laughs> last year. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, you know, you're already at, let's see, what's the, you're at, your win total of last year, you're already at, I believe. So, I actually like, believe that one more, one more victory, I think I'm a playoff team. I don't think I'm a shoo-in yet. I mean, yeah, you don't need much, but it's just like it's got to be a night and day for you at this point. And it's like you just you're you're a new man. I got to imagine you're you're now engaged. weren't like that last time. And times are changing. Let me tell you that. Yeah, you, times are changing. Elaborate on that, Vince. How are the times changing? You know, I got a winning team, the KCLC, right now. All my other teams are at least above 500 in fantasy football. Things are looking great this year so far. And like you said, I'm getting married in a few months. It's going. It's going. <laughs> I was going to say, is that, is that any uh, fun, the wedding planning? Oh, hell no. But Mariah's doing like 90, 95% of it, so that's cool. The real question is, how many plates of spaghetti are we allowed at the ceremony? Uh, there be no pasta at all. What? Really? Plot twist. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys will see when we get when we have when we have the wedding. It's gonna be a good time, though. Nah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a good time. I was just uh, I was about trying to figure out how Italian you can like throw the the shindig up. Well, yeah, of course I'm Italian, but we're doing like a whole horse thing here with like barn type wedding, and then during your guys' cocktail hour, you guys can go pet the ho- pet the horses. I, when we're getting married, there'll be a horse in the background. Like it's gonna be this whole country themed midwestern folks like wedding so it's gonna be a good time good old midwestern throwdown kind of a thing oh, yeah white people thing for sure <laughs> 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 gotta love it gotta love vince's white people wedding white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but otherwise uh how's, how's it been going though vince you enjoying the uh, season so far seem like you're uh you're enjoying yourself Oh, yeah, I'm having a lot more fun than I have the past couple of years, that's for sure. You know, I'm glad, like, I'm getting back up there. But I'm also going to have a shout-out here to Saluco. I mean, he's trying to table the thing, too. I'm giving him a shout-out right now. Uh, he's he's shooting for average, and he's hitting it. He's, he's 500. He is so average. Like, everything is average with Saluco. Everything. everything. But he's doing better. A lot better. I, I expect him to make the playoffs this year. I think he's, tr- he's a true playoff team. Now, Vince, there is one thing that I, I wanted to discuss with you here tonight while we have you on. Um, so we've done an informal uh, power rankings, as it were. I've got a hold of six league members, which isn't everybody, but six, um, to give our power ranking of worst trade partners in the KCLC. You are currently number one ranked as the worst person to trade with. <laughs> Coming in. Not shocked at all. Not shocked at one bit. I was gonna say, and it's it's not. I will admit, it was three separate people, only one of which has been publicly spoken against you on the pod. 
Well, funny thing you bring it up, because actually this past weekend, I don't know if you saw or heard, but I actually got together with Saluco, Castro, uh, Acosta, and also Wilson. Mm. So we had half the group, we had half the... Yeah, that's a good... Saturday night, we got some drinks and met up at a bar in Naperville and had some good times here. Actually, we're talking about trades. Who's the worst at trades? Lugo obviously went with me. <laughs> Wilson actually said I was not the worst. He goes, Vince actually will do a trade here and there. But he he said I wasn't the worst, so I got Wilson in my back. Yeah, the uh, one of the persons basically said it's like that. It's not that you're opposed to trades. It's that you just, like, somebody could make a request to you, and then you just sit on it until Saturday, and then you go, nah, and then reject it. But I will say, I've had nothing but good experiences with you so far this year. It's It's been good. And Kyle, you're just op- the, opposite, the opposite of me with trades. You are willing to deal it out yeah. and just fuck it, you know? <laughs> yeah, right, like, fuck it. Do I actually really want AJ Brown on my team? Probably not. So it's like, fuck it. Anyone wants him? I mean, I'm, I might be interested, you know, you know, I don't have Hollywood Brown anymore. I'm going to do an online, online trade right now. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I would like to do that, I think, uh, I think we'll, we'll save that here for the ending of it. Because I, I am interested in your team. Let's, we'll, we'll talk offline here real quick after. <laughs> but is there anything else, any, any announcements or anything you want to do? Because Tom loves making announcements on the pod, as you know. Um, Anything on I'm your not end? As cool, I'm not as cool as Tom is, so I have nothing else. No, I have no no brother-in-law getting you know <laughs> attempted murder. You know that's not my type of style. You know, uh, Kyle, you have anything going on lately? Nah, <laughs> Minnesota sucks. That's all. <laughs> but don't uh, worry, it's, it's cold down here too. Don't you worry. It's only thirty degrees out right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm at the point where it's like when I go to let the dog out, like the steam comes off my head at night. It's it's great. We had flurries yesterday morning, actually. That was cool. It's not even Halloween yet. <laughs> it's gonna fucking be fucking lad. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking great for trick or treating. I'll tell you what. Oh yeah. All right, but let's go ahead, Vince. We're gonna dive into our week six in review. We're gonna go ahead because we have both of us on. Let's talk about our matchup first because it was also the ended up being the least exciting because. Yet again, the fucking Broncos let me down. <laughs> but really, like Vince, I want to give you credit. Like you went all in on the uh, on the Bengals this year. It like while the Bengals team is not necessarily the greatest from a fantasy perspective, they've been they've been showing up. Yeah, I mean Burrow and Nixon both showed up. I got a nice passing touchdown connection with the, those two on Sunday, so that helped me out for sure. I mean, it's almost. I got 32 from Joe Burrow and then 16 from Mixon. That's a solid day right there. And Higgins has kind of been hit and miss kind of lately with, with the injuries. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, solid day. I mean, losing Hollywood Brown probably for the year is going to hurt me down the road probably. But Hollywood Brown, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my season to that man. So might be a name change. Who knows? We, we might see later. I don't know. Hollywood Brown is the man. All I know is I I was like cussing up a storm when Amari Cooper caught that fucking touchdown in garbage time. Oh, straight up garbage time touchdown. (laughs) They're down like 30 and nothing. I was fucking just livid. And then like the other thing that was hilarious to me was I, I, we still have yet to figure out the true cause of it, but Ben Nett is just an avid Saints hater. 
like just hates the Saints more than she likes any actual team. So she was like uh, pseudo rooting for you against me, like during when we're watching it in red zone on Sundays. Yeah, she's just like like her inner reaction was just to kind of like be like yo like fuck this Saints team. And uh, I want to say, Kyle, you I want to say before the game started, did you have Deion Jackson starting? Before the games? No, I picked him up right before the games to prevent Garrett from getting him. That was my only purpose. Ooh, Garrett's going to be salty on that. Well, because it was like, when I looked at like because the, when the news came through uh, that Hines wasn't playing, I was like, all right, might as well pick him up because I think he's the only person left on the, the waiver wire. Right. right. Yeah. So I was like, but I'm like, all right, I already played. Robinson this week. He did better than performed, so I'm like, all right, well... Oh, yeah, nice. He just got a touchdown, basically, because the Bears fumbled the ball at the five-yard line, so that's legit. The only reason why he even got the 12 on Thursday, that Thursday night shit ball of the game. Yeah, but it's like, then I was like, you know, all right, A.J. Dillon against the Jets, he'll probably get 15 touches, but the Packers fucking suck, so that blows. The Broncos sucked a big chode on Monday night. I just brutal game to watch. I mean, if the Bears and Broncos were to play like a, like a, a series of like three games, I don't know if both teams get, can get to twenty points in one of those games. I really don't know. It'd be tough. Like I'm, I'm still holding out hope that Russell and Bustle Wilson figures it out before the end of the year. But it's getting tough, man. It's Russ has just been. On a one-way train to Shitville, USA, lately. It's not. It's, it's not a fun ride on that shit train to you, to the USA there. But anyway, that that was that one. Congrats on your your four and two. I believe that puts you first in the. I am chumps, currently right? first by myself in the chumps. Yeah. The ultra mega division. I mean, you don't even have a team with five wins. Let's calm it down. <laughs> we we have two. Chumps is deep. We're deep into it. All right, let's go ahead. We're just going to go down the list here. Uh, let's go ahead. We'll talk about Wilson versus Sir Luco. Um, Sir Luco, I did feel bad for because it's like he traded for Carson Wentz in the middle of the week. Then it came out that Carson Wentz was hurt. Then he got hurt again during the game. Yeah, <laughs> just... what, did he do? He broke, what did he do? He broke, he broke like his pinky toe, right? Yeah, Oh, it was something like that, but it was like... <laughs> My God, like, he couldn't catch a break. And then, like, the one week that, like, Serluco has, like, his flex people kind of do okay between Eno Benjamin and Brandon Ayuk, like, he, he gets, like, you know, a big four points from his quarterback and loses because he, of it. When, when we were talking the other day, he was strong, He was telling us how he hates his quarterbacks. He wants quarterbacks so bad. He's, he, honestly, he did try to trade for me for Kirk Cousins. I know that. He tried. Yeah. But, I can't. And also, he's been he's been trying to get Aaron Rodgers, but no, no from cash. No, can't do it. No. Well, it's like I get it because it's like the quarterback. Like, look at this. Like Daniel Jones. What do you right right off the top of your head? What do you think Daniel Jones is ranked for the year right now for like fantasy? Well, because he runs all over the place. You know, he's a, he's like a top fifteen quarterback. You know, exactly right. <laughs> Yeah, he's top fifteen. Oh, and it, he's number fifteen right here. Wow, actually, no joke. Yeah, like that. Like he, Daniel Jones got the same amount of points as Tom Brady. Tom Brady against yeah, the pitiful like, yeah, the pitiful Steelers game. Like it was bad. On the Wilson side of it, though, 
Josh Allen is just not fair this year, man. It's he's, he never has gotten below twenty points. It's Josh Allen has a rocket launcher attached to his arm, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He is, I think, the best player, one of the best top three players in the league. I feel like. Yeah, it it's. I just really do believe that insanity at this point, and then like. I, Wilson also is just a benefit of just like bullshit. If I'm if I'm being honest, <laughs> I don't know what the hell magic he did to acquire Jalen Waddle this weekend from Castro, but I'm pretty impressed <laughs> with that. And then, uh, oh man, <laughs> I don't know what that Castro is doing. But then, like, he gets like the bullshit Cam Akers like news, where Cam Akers is just like, I don't want to play for the Rams anymore. So Daryl Henderson's like, all right, I guess I'm the lead back. Like, right. He just he gets an extra lead back. Gabe Davis is just like the new Brandon Cook, where he'll just go for like a random forty yard touchdown a game, like, but nothing else. It's just fuck, man. Wilson seems deep, and he's got like you know. Ertz has been very consistent this year. I feel like he's been kind of been like you know back from the dead a little bit, you know. Yeah, like I mean, like you said, it's like he he just is there. He's consistent, and I it's like right. I wouldn't have guessed that to be here at week seven, and he right. Just consistent. And I feel like Debo hasn't really been like crazy good this year, but he's been okay for the most part. Like he's not. He's not like well, killing he, him. Looking at stats right now, like he's never had a game under ten this year, but he's never had a game. More than 23. So, I mean, he's been pretty consistent by just producing every week for Wilson. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, for Wilson's team right now, that's not a bad place to be. So, it's like, like again, like, I don't know how year after year Wilson fucking always is near the top of the league. It kind of infuriates me because I feel like he honestly gives, like, half a shit at the drafts. And then, like... <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind of gives me that vibe of, like, let's, you know, let's roll with it kind of and just see what the fuck happens, you know? Yeah, I, I would uh, 100%. Another thing, I want to quick thing back to Sluko's side, one more thing, is that Tariq yep. Hill got 15 targets. <laughs> I mean, he got forced to the ball... And they had third string core back in, who ended up getting hurt, and then they brought Teddy back in, yep. and Teddy still was force feeding him. And, uh, honestly, the the Tyree kill in Miami, like it's not a renaissance because he was good last year, right? But it's like no. he is completely doing way better than I thought he would. Like, and it does, again to your point, he had random different quarterbacks in. Teddy Bridgewater loves force feeding him. Apparently, who knows who's going to be the quarterback there this week? I know Tua now is technically out of the protocol, but we'll see if he actually plays. Yes, he is. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, not not much else to say with this one, Sir Luca. Like we we said last week, he fell to average at three and three. Not much else, much else there. Wilson just being that force, I think, in this league yet again. Well, I mean, it does help that he could pick on me and Castro for a couple of extra wins. <laughs> All right. Oh, pick it on the week. Pick it on the week. Let's go ahead. We'll, we'll roll it in. Uh, Joe scraping out a win over Acosta and the canned bread. <laughs> um, I will. Joe, Joe tried to curse it. Joe called out. I think it was like either third or not third. He called it out like Sunday afternoon. I think that he he did pretty early. Good game, uh, Acosta. I'm like, oh, oh no, he's trying to do that witchcraft bullshit. That reverse jinx, and it's just like, yeah, it, it kind of worked though because Justin Herbert, you know, ended up kind of laying an egg. Like, with... he for sure laid an egg that day. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Monday night, any game against the Broncos, just get ready. It's gonna be ten to three. 
Seven to five. I don't know. Three and two. Grind it out. And it's just oh, like. It's backyard football, baby, in mud and snow, in the snowy rain. <laughs> in the snowy rain. And it's just like, it looks bad, but like, oh, God. But then, like, okay. The rest of Acosta's team, like, he didn't even do that terrible, all things considered, for the week, right? Like, a lot of teams this week were, like, around 120, 130. But really, it's like, all right, Aaron Jones, like, he's boomer bust. That, that's been him his whole career at this point. I, I feel like when they brought in Dylan and they really started using Dylan, it just really threw up Aaron Jones, like, in every shape and form. Like, he can be a solid top five running back in this league, but now they want to bring in a thick boy running back. Mr. Thunder Thighs. Screw around with Aaron Jones is what he can, like, what he can do in this league. Yeah, it it's kind of mind-blowing there. And then just, like, the rest of Acosta's team outside of uh, his tight end, which uh, tight end's a shit show, so I'm not going to even fault him on that. The rest of his team did fine. Trevor Lawrence putting up good stats again for the first time in, like, three weeks, I think it is. He's been kind of been slow since that Charger game where he just, ex- and he just nutted on the Chargers. <laughs> He really did. He just fucking just laid a big fat glove. He glob. laid a load on the Chargers that night. Yeah, but it's like, but it, all that, it didn't matter because Joe, Joe's team came out on top. Joe, of course, led by his running back trio of Kamara, Barkley, and CMC. I, not much to really say. Those guys are all just studs. And then, you know, he obviously spent all of his fab on Mr. <laughs> Kenny Walker, the third. Who, who had a great showing? He did. I'm, I'm not faulting him. You but. can't go wrong with 19. I, you really can't. And then McCaffrey do a normal McCaffrey type game. And I feel like Kamara has kind of just not really been there sort of this year. But it's weird. Like last two weeks, he, last two weeks he is he's been back. It's it's weird. Like if you did you watch any of that game really? No, I, I didn't see any of that game. I was. I a lot because of the Bengal Nation in that game, so I was looking at it. It's just like they're using him like Tennessee used Derrick Henry last year, where they're just like, we're sending Kamara up the middle into a wall until eventually he's just going to break you know, a couple of them down, which is weird because it's like Kamara, or used to Kamara, and he gets like 10 catches, and it's like running around the outside. Used to Kamara doing that because when he had Drew Brees this, like last year, all Brees could do was throw five yards, dump offs, or... 10-yard slants to slant boy, Michael Thomas. So yeah. this has definitely been a new role now for him. So, I mean, he'll he'll get there, don't worry. I have faith in Kamara still showing up every week. Yeah, really, the I think the the I mean, it's surprising and not surprising at the same time. Uh, Tyler Lockett falling back down to earth is, is great for my own ego. Because I don't know if I could handle Geno Smith carrying two t- top, like, ten receivers for a year. That, like, I just don't know how Joe can keep holding on to Matt Stafford every week. I mean, Stafford's just been down the dumps. Like, what's hung, hung over every day. That's why I feel like he is. He won that Super Bowl, and now he's just drinking his way to retirement. He doesn't give a flying fuck. Yeah, but, like, he still outplayed Herbert. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he did. I know. I mean, his stat line is just. I, I actually a pretty. It was actually okay this week, but it's just like he, like he's Stafford strong. looks terrible every time I watch. Like it, he he looks like he's cooked, and it's just like he's still like a startable superflex in our league. Unfortunately, it doesn't make sense like at all. Yeah. 
but one did. I got to imagine Joe's trying to upgrade there. But Joe, through some goddamn miraculous measure, is six and zero. Kill me now, Kyle. Just kill me. Vince, what what are your thoughts on Joe's team overall at the CRP at six and zero? We Tom and I have talked a lot on the pod about how we're both pissed off about it. How does it make you feel? Well, definitely the first few weeks, his team I don't think was anything special. And the last two or three weeks or so, he's 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 shown up. He's been scoring a lot more. He's been digging around the waiver wire. I think he's done. I think he's done a couple of trades, hasn't he? Yep. Yep. Yeah. He picked C.D. Lamb off of Castro. Gets, the thing that gets me going here is that I did the math, and I don't do math that much, Kyle. Well, entering this week, the points scored against him, the points scored against him, I should say, Yep. average is 100 per game. <laughs> Castro can like win like two more games with that schedule. That's what gets me. God, yeah. That, then, it, you have me, then you have like me, for example, going up the you know same week, and I'm getting scored 143 each week against me. Yeah, I will admit, like it's like that's just insane how he has faced such weakened teams per week. Like the worst teams show up against Joe. Joe is putting like some weird like curse <laughs> on us. You know, he goes like into his bedroom and, and he casts a spell. And it's working. It's working. I think Joe is just—he's really taking the Broncos' spirit to heart, and he just wants everyone to play to his level of shit. Oh yeah, Joe. Oh, sure. Joe is the Russell Wilson of this league. He wants us all to ride with him, and we're all like, "Are you okay, Russ?" And he dressing real fancy too, and still looking like total garbage in the field. Did you completely unrelated? But did you happen to see the Russell Wilson like danger sandwich, like uh, skinny did for someone? No, what was on that sandwich? I don't know, but it looked like he was holding somebody hostage in that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna eat this. And you're gonna enjoy it. He legitimately asked. I think it was something along the lines of like, "Do you live dangerously?" <laughs> As he's just eating a suffer sandwich. Fresh. God damn it. Fucking Broncos. Anyway, not much else to say there. Let's go ahead and we'll move on to the next one, uh, which I lost to the schedule up here. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Tom. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck. The Castro, I didn't realize that Castro broke the lowest points scored this week. I was wondering if this is the all-time new record of lowest points scored in a fucking game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. It's going to take me a sec so you can riff, riff whoa, on the whoa, game. Man. I mean, Castro, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Cash. This is, I, I mean, you're, <laughs> Zach Wilson, his two top running backs, scored a combined 13 points. So that's not, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it is not. It's... You know, DK Metcalf, you know, yeah, he's been, I feel like the last two weeks or so, Metcalf has kind of showed up. He's been a little bit more alive this week. Told just shit. I don't understand why every week he is starting with Valdez Scantling. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's, it's he did get a touchdown from Irv Smith Jr., so that was a, probably the highlight of Castro's week. It's just like, it's funny to me. It's like, 
he legitimately did better when the computer just tra- drafted his team for him while he was in the hospital with COVID. Yeah. It, it's just, it's hilarious. Just think about this on Tom's side of things. <clears throat> Tom's team had some ups and downs, I would say, this past week. I mean, he had highs with, highs with, I mean, think about it. Dick scored 30 alone. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I did just confirm it. Castro, you broke the record for lowest scoring points. (laughs) It was a record that lasted for six years. Joe was the previous holder, having scored 62 points in a playoff game in 2016. Holy fuck. Castro, blowing it out of the water by six points. 10% there. Castro, you're you're the man of the hour. You know that? It's your time to shine, buddy. So sorry. <laughs> I wonder, did his bench? I think his bench outperformed his starters. Yeah, let's see, seventeen. That's thirty. That's forty-two. Dropped seventeen. <laughs> yeah, his bench. I'm pretty sure outplayed his starters. Or Mooney, if not, it got close. Mooney had, Mooney had a decent day. You know, Dawson Knox was there. Yeah, so it's like it didn't really matter what Tom did. So it's like no, it, Tom could do absolutely nothing. He could still win his game. Yeah, God. Yeah, he beat him with what? What's the? He beat him with three players. I think would be the fewest he could beat him with. So yeah, so Tom uh, just started. Yeah. Diggs, Kelsey, and Mahomes could easily have yeah. done that right there. Yep, yeah, it's, it's that, that trio there. But, I mean, he had McKenzie drop two points. And that was the. But besides that, Tom. I mean, don't understand why he's starting Michael Carter, who's like a second running back. Kind of with the Jets, like Brees Hall is like the guy. Yeah, I, I the only thing I could think of was that he didn't want to play a Thursday night guy in Herbert, and he just didn't have any other running backs really. Yeah, Swift still on the bye, still kind of hurt. I feel like Swift should be back this week, but we'll see. Who knows? I mean, my boy Fournette, I love that guy more than anything in this world. Gave him a nice solid twenty-two. Fucking, the guy just gets dumped off. Like, Brady's arm is cooked, and he just keeps getting dumped off. Like, let's see, right now, he's gotten how many catches? Got the last... He had six catches for 38. Yeah, last, last over the last month, he's got 20, 27, 26 catches, something like that. That's a lot. He had, he had 10 last week for a running back. That's fucking insanity. And seven the week before. But I feel like, I don't know, is. Father Time finally catching up the Brady. I mean, he got the Breeze. He got the Roethlisberger. Got the Peyton Manning. You know, just the last year, their years in football, their their arms all just died on them. I'm just thinking it's some weird Giselle like Space Jam scenario where she took his powers in a football during the divorce, and oh yeah, now he's just gone. Possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> Anything is possible. But yeah, uh, Castro, you got your ass uh, scissored, so good job. Next. uh, My big daddy ass. Next up, we got Garrett versus Patterson. Garrett somehow cobbled together a really good performance. He had four guys completely go off. Uh, And with his running backs scoring less than three points. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He had three players on his team get a combined total of eight. And then the rest got a, like one hundred and twenty something. It's kind of ridiculous. But having, having Jamar Chase finally yeah. have like a, that breakout game. What I mean, he's been like meh this year. Just meh. You know what I mean, Kyle? Just meh. 
Yeah, but he got that fucking garbage, like, it was like a 60-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter where it's like yeah, the same. Yeah, wing touchdown. Yeah, he just yeah. basically broke a tackle and ran down the sideline with no problems at all. He Fuck. finally had that big game. The fucking Saints, man, I tell you what, I'm holding a vendetta against them now as well. Um, <laughs> fucking, but then, like, Jalen Hurts against the Cowboys defense, like, he he looked good for a half anyway. Like, he the first half of that Eagles-Dallas game, right? Like, Eagles could do no wrong. Like, they had short field positions every time. He really didn't do much the second half, but he didn't need to, really. But, like... Right. Yeah, Hurts, I, yeah, for sure. I mean, the Cowboys were bad in the first half. Cooper Rush was really bad, at, like, especially, especially in, like, that first quarter. I mean, it was turnover city for that first half. Yep. And I think, I think Eagles got, like... A nice like fourteen nothing lead, and like even like after those next couple turnovers, they still couldn't really capitalize on those turnovers, and they got field goals. But Hurts still had okay day. I mean, Thielen had a good day. Thielen gave him a game finally too, so helps again. Thielen's been I feel like a lost man kind of Minnesota this year. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that the Minnesota offense just does. It looks kind of weird so far this year, but like. For me, the biggest thing on Garrett's team is he has the the new in uh, uh, reincarnation of uh, Fitzmagic in Matt Ryan. <laughs> Fifty eight passes from Matt Ryan. Dude, Matt Ryan has three games this year where he threw for more than three hundred and fifty passing yards. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Like Rodgers hasn't had a three hundred and fifty yard game now. I think in like ten weeks, and well, Matt Ryan's got like Matt Ryan and the Colts were down to the Jaguars like the entire game, and then he threw like that, that big touchdown yeah. pass late to Pierce, and the Colts they've had some issues with the Jaguars last couple of years. It seems like they finally got over that that Jaguar tail finally, you know. So good for the Colts, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, I, like okay, if you're Garrett and you let's just say Tua is like healthy this week, do you play Tua or like against I forget who Miami is versing? I think it's Miami's playing Pittsburgh this week. So I yeah, would, I I got that matchup this week with Garrett. So we'll, we'll <laughs> who, who exactly? So who later. who are you? Yeah, we'll we'll remind me to bring that up about who you're more afraid of, Matt Ryan or Tua, because like it's actually more close than you would think, but. Patty finally had a uh, come to God moment with uh, Geno Smith. <laughs> Geno Smith, no longer the Wonder Kid, uh, still quarterback seven on the year, but he sucked. Really, the only reason this game was close was because of Michael Pittman and because of uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who, with Damian Harris being out, that dude is gonna get fed. I wish the Patriots, Patriots would just, like, figure out their running back situation for the past, like, 10 years. They just cannot keep one running back. It's like, let's have four and see what happens. But, let's like, they always have, like, that random, like, f- you know, four-game stretch where it's, like, their running back just goes off. Like, do you remember, I don't, it was a couple years ago, where it was, like, some fucking guy off the street named, like, Jonathan Gray yes, woke up. Yeah, Jonathan Gray game where he dropped, like, a 30 bomb. Everyone, everyone picked him up and he didn't do shit the entire year. It was fucking insanity, but like also, Nick, also for Patterson, Nick Chubb finally chilled the fuck out. I mean, that, if if anybody was gonna game plan to like get like Nick Chubb to chill out, it's gonna be Bill Belichick. But it's like, it's it's, it's crazy, man. And then Lamar Jackson against the like again, I gotta give the Giants credit because they actually like their defense looks really really good this year. 
Right. It's just like, it doesn't feel right to say, like, oh, Lamar Jackson did bad against the Giants and not laugh. But, like, the Giants were the Giants. this year just had a problem so far of they like to choke games away. They do. It's crazy. And then, I don't know if you, I was watching that game along with the Packers and Jets. Sorry about the Packers, Kyle. I'm going to fucking blow my brains out. (laughs) Anyway, I was watching that uh, Ravens and Giants game, and Lamar, I mean, that fourth quarter, he threw a just awful, terrible interception that basically won the game for the Giants in the next drive with Saquon. So, um, Lamar has very bad interception in that game. I mean, it was fucking bad. Yeah. He was not, he was not using his brain in that play whatsoever. <laughs> Nah, man, it, it looked bad. And, like, he's had some really bad fourth quarters, but also really, like, a couple of really outstanding ones just to keep him in it. But, like, I also, I give him a little bit of leeway because it's, like, who's his fucking receivers right now outside of, like, Mark Andrews is the only guy on that team who has a chance of catching. They're he's running, they're, like, their running backs are garbage. Their receivers are garbage, like. Yeah, I can't figure out what they were doing. I thought J.K. Dobbins, honestly, in my head, like, I thought Dobbins, I wanted Dobbins at a draft. Like, yeah. I thought he might be, like, the comeback player of the year type of thing, and he's been nowhere to be found. I mean, who? we all were wrong. It was Kenyon Drake the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Kenyon Drake. Like, you know, it's, like, a crazy week when you, like, look up, and it's, like, they showed, like, the league leaders on, like, the Sunday ticket or whatever, and it's, like, Kenyon Drake, number three rusher. Like, for the week. I'm just like, what, what fucking year are we living in right now? <laughs> like, fucking hey, man. It's crazy. Like, I, I, I'll look it up. You'll like, hear it in a minute. But, like, yeah, not, go for it. Got anything else really to say on this one? I was going to try to figure out a quick stat. Uh, Kyle Pitts had a touchdown. That's cool. He's kind of been dead this year as well. A little bit, yeah. Like, he, yeah, I think he, he still had less than 20, right? This whole year. I don't know what's going on with him. He had less than uh, the tw- twenty yards this game, I think. Right, like he he just gets like one or two catches a game because yeah, nineteen yards. That was it. Because I think like the Falcons are trying to get less throwing attempts than uh, the Bears this year. Like they're gonna have like a who can win a nineteen forties Super Bowl like party. <laughs> Would it be so cool to watch like have them all do that? Like a whole like playoff tournament with all those teams, like the Broncos, the Bears, the Falcons. Like let's play. Old school football from 1922 in like some mud bowl. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> It'd be fucking insane. Okay, yeah. All right, here we go. This is this is what I was gonna do. Okay, Vince. Yeah. So right now, can you name the top six running backs from just last week? Like points. Last week alone. Last week alone. Yeah. I'm gonna go Nick Chubb. Nope. <laughs> no new Chubb, wow. Holy fuck. Uh, Derrick Henry? Uh, no, they had a bye last week. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Right, I'm out of guesses. Just keep it rolling. Yeah. No, that's right. So you had Deion Jackson, number one running back. Of course. Of course. <laughs> number two, Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> then we have a little bit of roll with like some names, but then it's like Austin Eckler, number three. Like Eckler's been good. I'll give him that. He's been back, yeah. McCaffrey, even though he had no touchdowns. Lenny Fournette with his dump truck fucking catches. <laughs> and then Kenyon Drake. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you and Tom have talked about earlier this year. It really shows like how much of a dumpster fire the running back position is this year. Like, You don't know what's happening each week. There's no consistency, really. It's just a bunch of randos just coming, on, coming out of the streets, you know, ready to play football for a day, and they just go off. <laughs> 
like okay so the the, the it's, it's kind of similar in the receiver part too because i'm just looking at it now so it's like three good receivers for the week were jamar stefan diggs tyree kill but then it was brandon Ayuk, chase claypool juju smith schuster and uh the fucking patriots receiver what's his name um uh taekwon thornton taekwon oh, thornton was jacoby myers it was taekwon thornton <laughs> Yeah, Taekwon, sorry, Ta- Taekwon Thornton. I'm just like, Taekwon Thornton. the fuck, man? <laughs> anyway, that that's that, and then, yeah, not, not much else to say. That was week six. Any any final thoughts here before we jump into week seven? Gary had a decent showing, good for him. Patterson, I feel like, has a decent team. Like, I feel like he's kind of like a, a casa right now in the same spot where they're, they're just struggling hard at the moment. Yeah, it's like a, they're probably going to get good by the end of the year, but by that point, if it's you, you know, Tom and, and Sir Luca are beating up on them, are they going to just, like, fall throughout the bye weeks? Right. They, better, they, they need to start cooking, and they can't start cooking like Russell Wilson, so. Or jab <laughs> at Wilson. Ha-ha! <laughs> Screw you, Joe. <laughs> Russell Wilson to fucking burn Robin. That's him cooking, man. Oh. You're burning a crab sandwich on a Sunday. But yeah, right now it really seems like it's going to be a fucking dumpster race between Castro and I. I am not looking forward to that, if that's the case. Oh, I think we all are, Kyle. Don't you worry. <laughs> I need to stay in the champs. It's the only thing I got. All right, let's go ahead and, and jump into week seven. We're already week seven, Vince. We're all, we're all, I think, is this halfway point? Are we going to uh, week? I think we got one more week. All right, well, we're almost halfway point. Boom. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. We we both have in mind what our game of the week is. Oh yeah! But we're gonna we'll save that for the end. What game do you think fucking sucks? What game do you not care about? Game that fucking sucks. All right, Kyle, we're going with you. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, man. You what? You're not excited for the return of Josh Jacobs? Top ten. You know what? He's a Raider, true Raider blood. I tried to trade for him earlier this year with Castro, and Castro rejected my trade, actually. Surprise, I had a trade sent out, and I got rejected. So that hurt my heart, Castro. Big time. <laughs> big, big heartbreak. I was crying in my bed for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to this one, mainly because two of my best players are on a bye with Jefferson and A.J. Brown. Both, both. Oh, that's, that's shitty luck right there. Uh, you got Cortland Sutton going. Cortland Sutton is pretty consistent until last week. Yep. But uh, I really do like him a lot. And Lazar is going to be a a wild time. But he's been consistent as well. So even with now Randall Cobb is out for who knows how long. I don't know. know, They say how long Cobb is out. Four to six was last I saw. So he'll be out for a while. And And in that struggling Packers offense, which is I believe is struggling. Oh, yeah. like They are. But it's like. Alan Lazard is definitely the red zone target for them, where it's like he's like the safety net. So they'll, if they get can get if they can get to the red zone, he's the one that they're looking at. So I'm I'm okay. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers week by week is trying to kill someone. He's gonna pull out a knife out of that weird hair he's got. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Sidelines. I don't know what the hell he's trying to be for Halloween. But my guy needs a haircut bad. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. My team, I, I'm trying to get some trades coming through to get some immediate help. We'll see. Yeah, but, no trade, no trades so far this week, Kyle. I got four fucking trades rejected by like noon today. It was bad. <laughs> Didn't say anything happened last week. Yeah, like like there's a lot of people. Or like I'm not even trading for their starters. I'm trading for bench players, and they're just like, nah, man. 
<laughs> I, we're we're good. I'm like, your guy's on a bye. You don't even need him this week. And he's just like, no. Not this week, dog. Are you going to uh, start another Tyson Hill again? I kind of want to. <laughs> like, it's it's ugly, but it's kind of fun. Where you get really excited when he comes in because you know he's getting the ball. <laughs> the ultimate Swiss Army knife. Tyson Hill. He's the number... He's drop his three or drop his 33. You really don't know what you're getting out of this, this guy. Yeah, he's like, he's a top 10 tight end, even though he has one catch. That's pretty fun. <laughs> Mike Williams, you don't know what's going to happen. He's fun, too. He did a, a Mike Williams game this past week, so we'll see. I'm guessing Keenan Allen's probably out another week, so that might help me a little bit. Cause it it's like... sounds like Keenan is practicing, but I don't know about coming back. I feel like... He I haven't been in one other league that I use, and he's been kind of just been annoying this year. Yeah, like he they, made a mention they where put, they, they didn't put him on IR. No, and it's like, and I don't know. He's like, oh, he's practicing sort of, oh, fuck it, never mind. He's JK, <laughs> he's fucking with you. He's yeah. not playing this week. <laughs> in your face. He's yeah. been uh, annoying, I would say. It's like uh, he said today, though, because they have the bye, I think, week eight, that they might just take an extra week to be cautious. So I I would love that, but like again, I'm going against Patty, who hasn't been great as of late, and it's just like Patty having Nick Chubb against Baltimore. I feel like he's gonna fucking do like some Marshawn Lynch shit and like run them the fuck over. You know, you know what I mean, right? You know, oh, yeah, run them over. Yeah, I'm honestly I'm like big stuff. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm honestly scared of a lot of his players this week, of, of Patty's players, but uh, he he, take, he took Marcus Mariota, so maybe he doesn't have confidence in Gino this week. We'll see. He also, we'll see. I like his matchup of Stevenson versus the Bears because the Bears can't tackle on defense whatsoever, and it's a Monday night game, so if he's down, like, I would have confidence in him. But if like, the Bears are going against fucking like, Zappy, you don't think they're just going to like, front load the box? I think Mac might be back, but I'm not exactly sure. We can look it up, maybe. But I, yeah, it's like he he is taking practices. I know that, but it's like all right. Even still, it's like I don't, like while the Bears are you know not great on offense, their defense is I would still say above average at this point. Defense is an average defense. I would, I in my opinion, but uh, yeah, I. It's it's like it's gonna because he's got basically two key matchups here, and it's like the 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 Browns Cleveland or the the Browns Ravens game. If that's just like a low scoring slugfest, that's great for me. But it's like if that's a high scoring shootout, well, then I'm fucked and I'm done by like three o'clock again this week. I'm also, I'm liking Pollard, your boy Pollard versus Detroit. Detroit also has a terrible defense, so I can see Pollard having a one of those breakout games like he's had kind of this year. So we'll see. Pollard. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm going to roll with... This is honestly a tough one, in my opinion. I'm going to go with... Sorry, Kyle. I'm going with Patty Cakes on this one. Let's fucking go, man. I've got... I'm, I'm going for the win. I've outperformed hey, my... Going, confidence. I outperform per- projections almost every week. Last week was the first time this year I did it. Um, All right. Yeah, let's go ahead. We'll we'll drop into your game next. Okay, I'm I'm cool with it. Honestly, like your game is probably going to be like competitive, right? It's going to come down to I think uh, the how the the Colts running back situation plays out. Because like if Jonathan Taylor is like 
not 100%, but good enough to play, but then he, like, splits the backfield, like, with Jackson, like, that that's going to fuck Garrett over something. I fierce. feel like if Taylor's back, they're going to get them the rock every play, you know, throwback football. But then, but then he can't play Matt Ryan, right? Like, you can only have one Colts player do good. You can't have Matt Ryan throw 58 attempts and give Jonathan Taylor 20 fucking rushes. But I'm, finally, too, Garrett has been struggling, obviously, with his in, injury bug plague team. Everyone's been hurt. Yep. He still has three guys on the bench that are all hurt. Uh, but he's getting back. A not suspended DeAndre Hopkins this week he with does. Jamar Chase and Keenan Allen potentially playing. We don't know about Keenan Allen still, you know, like we said, but his wide receiver core looks very deep now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean it does. We'll see what the what the usage is this like. I think his his receivers will look a lot better like a month from now. Right? Like I don't know how Hopkins is going to play on a short week coming back. I mean, like like you said, Hollywood Brown's gone, so it's like someone's got to catch the ball there. But is no it going worry, to... They brought, they brought, back, they brought in... Uh, <laughs> Robbie Anderson. <laughs> who I thought was going to punch a coach in the face the other day. So. Yeah, I thought he was going to pull an Antonio Brown and just take his shirt off and leave mid-game. <laughs> he was close. He was like this close, Kyle, from having a mental breakdown on the sidelines. It was cool. <laughs> but Vince, how do you feel about your Bengals this week against Atlanta? Atlanta is is frisky. They're frisky. I'm this loving year. it. I truly am loving this matchup. I mean, I feel like this could be like a T Higgins type game potentially. If he's T. healthy, in the last couple weeks, I feel like he's due for a breakout. One of his nice breakout games. We'll see. Uh, I mean, Mark I, Andrews. He'll continue to get fed. Like, no Kirk Cousins for me this week. Sad face. So I gotta go with Ryan Tannehill. I believe I was looking at Mariota, your your boy, yeah. but I lost that waiver wire pickup. Yeah, no, uh, it's good. I still do like my team, not as much as I did last week at this time when uh, I lost Hollywood Brown. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, quick story. Last week when I was being grass, Kyle. Sorry, sorry. No, you were. Yeah, it's it's legit. <laughs> I was like, okay. It was like the three o'clock window. Only one player was going, and it was just Hollywood Brown. Yeah, the literally. What person going at three o'clock? <laughs> I know. I was like, well, I guess I could like go outside and like do shit. There's no, nothing right, going so on. I went for like a run, ate dinner, and like took a shower. And as I was in the shower, I was just you know cleaning myself off. You know, obviously, and thinking to myself, hmm. I've been like my fancy team has been super healthy this year. I've had any issues at all. <laughs> what happens five minutes later? Fuck I get alert that Hollywood Brown got carted off the field, or not carted off the field, but got carried off the field. Right. So now he's out. It sounds like for the year potentially. So uh, he did tough. get he did get better news this afternoon. I don't know if you saw it, where they think it might be four to six weeks. Yeah, I heard that news, but. But even still, that's that's a long uh, time for fun fantasy. Fact, fun fact, kids, don't don't think about injuries when you're in a shower because they happen. <laughs> they come for you. Yeah, so I I lost my Hollywood. So, but my hopefully, speedy recovery, he'll be back hopefully soon. We'll see. I got one question for you: Why why the no Melvin Gordon this week? You're not you're not feeling good after that last Monday night <laughs> performance. You know, I was honestly for once like, let's start a Bronco. Let's start. This is for Joe. For Joe. 
And what, is, what does he do? Three carries for eight yards, and they randomly bench him for Latavius Murray. Signed off the streets like a week ago. <laughs> who, I thought had, who I thought had a decent game. Yep. But when he did, yeah. I thought for sure they would start him. But no, I heard today they're now starting Melvin Gordon still. <laughs> did you hear that or no? I did. And I'm just like, I don't, like, I never thought Nathaniel Hackett was going to be a good coach. Like, he was basically only the, like with the Packers because Rodgers loves him for some reason. At this rate, I got him getting fired by week twelve. I feel like. God, that'd be. What what, what week was it last year that Urban got fired? Wasn't like seven, eight. It had a bit, like, early-ish in the year. It, it's gonna be hard to beat that speed run, but like because he ends up grinding on girls at the bar. <laughs> Couldn't do that. He refused to fly the plane with his team. He just fucking hated life. Anyway. You know, punch his kicker in the face, you know, all that good <laughs> stuff. I, uh, here's my, my final thoughts on your game, Vince. I think you have the more balanced team just this week. Um, I'm going to go with you mainly because I'm not entirely confident in the Colts, uh, like which which part of the Colts offense is showing up. And I think that that plus the bye weeks might harm Garrett more. So I'm going to go with you. Yeah, he is losing Hurts this week. It hurts him a bit. Yeah, Hurts. Yeah, I think Tua back is going to help him out versus a pretty bad Pittsburgh defense. I'm going to actually go with Garrett in this one because I feel like his superstar players, Taylor, Hopkins, I feel like he's not going to have a a three-catch day. He's going to have like a nine, ten-catch day. You're going to feed him the rock because he's back, baby. He's back better than ever. And then... Hopefully, Chase isn't the guy he's throwing the, the ball to. So, we'll see. But I'm going to go uh, Garrett in this one. But it's be close. Very close. Yeah, I think this game is actually going to be pretty the, the closest one of the week. Um, let's go ahead. Next up, we got the Friendship Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Pouring one off for Friendship with Sir Luco versus Joe. Uh, nine wins in this one, which is quite a bit. Um, let's see here. We got Sirluco is basically back to full strength outside of a tight end, but he, he's playing Hayden Hurst over, uh, Tyler Higbee. So it's like, it, it's not like a superstar in either way, but yeah, he's going to have Tyreek Hill. He's going to have Devontae. Both are feasting in, in bad matchups this week. Um, I actually kind of think Sirluco has a good chance to, to steal a win here. He, he just has a lot of favorable matchups. You think this is the week? I, I, and Joe's bubble to finally burst and the rest of the league will be popping champagne bottles because there won't be an undefeated team in this league. The only part of it that gives me pause is just the whole uh, Dak potentially coming back against the Lions. Like The Lions look real bad on defense. They're, go- they're god-awful. Oh, if I have a, if any player against the Lions, I feel like you need to start him. Yeah, so it's like CeeDee Lamb with, you know, Cooper Rush hasn't, he's been fine. He's not like otherworldly. He's fine though. But it's like, if, if it's Dak force feeding him the ball against them, he can completely go off and crush any chances for Luca catching up. And have you seen who Joe is going to start at tight end this week? This is a true great tight end matchup in this game. <laughs> The Kate, the Kate Otten, yeah, it's. I think he just picked him up today. He did, uh, and he picked him up over other other players. Uh, I get why, 
Because, I mean, he, their tight end went down, and if you think that... Great's done. Yeah, yeah, he's out for a while. So, like, if you think Brady still has something left, it's worth it. I I don't think he'll do that great, but again, compared to, like, what... He's, him or Evan Ingram, I'm like, I don't really care enough to say it's strong either way. But, man, yeah, Joe's got that going on. He's got a lot of buys this week with his players. Um, oh, oh, yeah, losing. Yeah, no Goddard this week. Um, Stanford, I feel like he might be okay with. He's actually going to start Dobbs at the other position where you can start quarterbacks at. So, a pack, another Packer receiver playing. That's going to be a interesting technique there, Joe. Let's see if it pays off for you. But I'm not liking that one. But who knows? Well, who knows? So- Joe, Joe's been making good calls this year, and it's been working. Saquon Barkley, I mean, has been a force all year. He's going against the Jags. I mean, Jaguars are a better team, but they still a good team, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll go on that category. The one kind of, like, complete wild card in this for Joe is, so we're recording this Wednesday, so by the time this is up, it'll be Thursday. Um, Jameis Winston has been practicing. I don't think he gets to start tomorrow night, but let's just say he's active. If Jameis Winston's active, does is Joe playing him over Dobbs in this case? Because <laughs> it's like if Jameis is active, but he throws up a zero because it's Thursday night and the Joe can't replace it. That that I mean, Joe wants he can go pick up a Davis Mills, you know Mills money. You know he's a stud. Tyler Heineke, the grocery bagger. Let's go. Yeah, I mean. He maybe even start Mac Jones or Zappy. Zap attack. I'll start, I'll start a Patriot versus a, a, the Bears. That's just me. That's just me right there. But I'm not doing anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's All just right. Me. So gun, gun to your head here, Vince. Who you got? Oh, gun against my head. I'm going against. I'm going with Joe because he's just having the, that witchcraft bullshit still working. <laughs> it's uh, working. I, I am going to go Sir Luco. I think Sir Luco puts the dagger in Joe's back, ends the friendship, starts the rivalry, begins now. This would really start something. I cannot wait for this matchup. But it's not the game of the week. Sorry. It's, no, it's not. And and uh, neither is this next one with uh, the scissor me daddy asses <laughs> going up against shall not be named Wilson. Two titans of KCLC history. Both of them are, are in the top three for wins all time. Wilson having a... What was that? How many titles does Tom have? Tom has zero. He yeah. sucks that's ass probably, yeah. in the playoffs. That's, that's sad. And it's like you never see Wilson, you know, circling the drain, really. Right. But, uh, yeah, Tom in this one does have a bit of luck coming to him with... A lot of the best players for Wilson on a bye, mainly Cook and Allen. Tom Brady, he's going to have to show up. I don't know if he will. That it's like Curtis Samuel is currently the the super flex. The, the super flexes during these bye weeks is going to get interesting because it's like, do you play a, the worst quarterback in the league or do you play Curtis Samuel? Right. Also on Tom's side of things here, <laughs> the amount of opponents that he's facing their players are facing is all in the red i mean it's red city right here like everything's in red tom does not have good matchups at all i mean 
Mahomes is at San Francisco. San Francisco, you know, is going to play a good game on defense. You absolutely know that. Yep. Dallas is a strong run team for sure. I mean, I think Tom might have a slow day here, in my opinion. I was say the the one thing for Tom that I think could go potentially really well would be Chris Olave on Thursday night because right now we already know that he's going to be the number one receiver. Jameis Winston, you know, if if Jameis Winston somehow plays, he don't give a fuck about throwing interceptions. Oh but, yeah, and, and and Slant Boy is already out again. Yeah, he's not playing football ever again. Yeah, so it's like the their two options for throwing are Olave and the mighty Taysom Hill. So, <laughs> and dump off the Kamara, but they don't do that anymore. Yeah, they just like, they I, I refuse. Saying. So it's just like Olave. It wouldn't surprise me if he had a twenty point game, but I think like sadly our Lord and Savior Vince Hunter Renfro, I don't think is going to do Val that great. He just he hasn't I, looked Hunter, good. He just hasn't been there this year, and his stats show it. But he's just struggling that new offense because he's not. You know, him and Waller definitely have been struggling for the Raiders this year. And Devonta Adams is catching in. Also, it is uh, Mac Hollins, or whatever his fucking yeah. name is. Fucking Mac Hollins. Out of nowhere. <laughs> fucking Mac Hollins out of nowhere is exactly yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Wilson Stern, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, who I feel like is the biggest bust of the year so far. I am so happy that I've essentially traded Najee for A.J. Brown at this point. It is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel oh. like Kareem. Kareem is a uh, Kareem is an interesting start. He can have a good good day, or he can do absolutely nothing. You never know with him. He's a wild card. Yeah, he's. I mean, really, just touchdown dependent. He needs one, but it's like God. I'm still salty over this like Castro Wilson trade <laughs> from like a week ago. Because, like, it's just, like, I think as the year goes on, barring injury, it's just going to really help out Wilson. Because, like, I do think right. – I just think ETN is going to keep getting more and more of the split from Robinson. Lately, last couple of weeks, he, ETN has been really back in the Mitchell Robinson, I know, has been struggling. The first few weeks, Robinson was doing that thing again where he just scores touchdowns. You're like, how the fuck does this guy keep doing it every week? Oh, yeah. It's just, like, he pulled off, like, a 50-yard touchdown, like, week two. And I'm yeah. like, I gotta get rid of him. Like, there's, no, <laughs> there's no way he's gonna hold this. <laughs> I can pull three players out of this. Sure, why not? <laughs> I just like, I don't know, man. Like, it's right now. I think while this game is projected to be one of the higher ones of the week, I honestly don't believe it. I think to your point, Tom has a lot of bad matchups, so I think he underperforms, and I think Wilson is get, like gonna barely, barely skate by. And get a win. I think I, I have Wilson in this one as, as of right now. I trust his flex guys a lot more than I trust Tom's. Yeah, Kyle, I'm going to go with you on this. I really believe that Wilson is going to win this game like 117 to 104. I'm going to go like that, okay? I just don't believe in Tom's team this week. He's got some matchups that are hard. I really believe that. And I feel like, like, like kind of what you're saying, those flex spots are going to help out. Wilson for sure, and somehow Wilson's going to be 6-1. and one. <laughs> So the the one final question I have on this game for you, though, Vince, as a Bears fan, over under on Justin Fields with 12 fantasy points this week. Okay. Well, Fields is still running, running around like crazy, like a chicken with his head cut off because he's got no blocking, and <laughs> the other half of the time is he can't find a read at all. He, he will miss wide, wide open receivers – 
overthrows him. Didn't see them at all. He is just a – I don't know about him right now, about our Mr. Fields. A interesting character, I'll say that. But I'm going to go – he's going to have about 10 points just because he's running the ball. Yeah, I mean – He'll he, throw for about 100 yards. I mean, he finally broke 25 attempts last week. He, he had an okay week last week, but I don't, I don't know. He's struggle every week. It's, it's not good. But that leads us to our game of the week, which I will give you 100% credit. I, I'm enjoying it. Why don't you talk up here, popping Molly and Percocets over <laughs> canned bread for the fucking Astro, game of the week. this is your moment. This is why this is the game of the week. You're going against canned bread, who has been struggling, Acosta. I mean, Acosta's... He, he's got that team. He's got the guys, but can he finally figure it out? I don't know. Castro, this is your chance to get back in the playoff race. This is why it's a game of the week, because you have the opportunity of a lifetime right here to get back into it. You can tie Can Brett, and depending on what Kyle does, I mean, who knows? Maybe you're back in this fucking thing and getting yourself out of the shit bowl. Maybe out of the cellar, out of the playoffs, you name it. Like, this is your opportunity to get the ball rolling. Do I think you're going to win? Absolutely not. But I'm trying to give you, trying to give you some motivation. Because last week, when we were talking, you were down in the dumps saying that you wish you had another fancy football team going on besides this one right here. Because you are a sad little boy. And I'm trying to hype you the fuck up. This is your opportunity of a lifetime here. Again, this is it. Maybe Aaron Rodgers will finally give you like a 30 bomb against Washington. It's possible. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is he's, he's got he can get, a lot, get you a lot of touchdowns for sure. Will it happen? I don't know. Dak is back. The Dak attack. This is this is it. <laughs> but do we know if he can actually hold the football? <laughs> will Dak hold the football? We don't know yet, but <laughs> we'll see. But you're going against a good Acosta team. I really believe Acosta's got a solid team from top to bottom. I still believe he might have the best team in the league, potentially. We'll see. But this is your, this is your moment, Castro. Well, anything else to say here, Kyle? I got a fun one for you. I, I give you a dollar if you could convince me a outside of DK Metcalf, if there's any matchup. That Castro is better than than Acosta. I cannot think of one. <laughs> you know what? There's one. I'm, I'm all yours. There's one. Aaron Rodgers versus uh, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like Aaron Rodgers, he he can't throw for 300 yards anymore. And Trevor Lawrence is going against a, a good defense. I I believe of the Giants. So. I don't know. I'm about Trevor Lawrence week, but he's not going to start golf. It looks like his golf's got a good match, a bad matchup for Dallas as well. So uh, St. Brown, I feel like might explode potentially, but we will see. Derrick Henry is back. You know, he likes to feast. He's going to feast, I think. Yeah, I mean, like he, he's actually getting a lot of random screens this year. It's weird. It's like he gets a yeah, screen I, that like plows through for thirty yards. It just, yes, I've noticed that. And I, I don't really like Chase Claypool as the number two receiver. I feel like Claypool is just. Meh. I don't believe any wide receiver really in the 
Steelers offense with Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett, but oh, look, we got two starting Steelers in this in this matchup. So. That being said, like if Acosta wanted to, he could move things around and he could actually play Kenyon Drake. Because again, Kenyon Drake, number six or whatever, running back last week. Just, yeah, he could. I'm not saying he should, but he has the ability to. I I think Acosta wins this. I don't think it's close. I think Castro's team will underperform, barring a crazy Rogers Robert Tanyan game. I don't. I just. I'm fucking. I don't even. I can't like Castro's team. Just I can't speak. It doesn't make sense. If I was Castro, I'll just be happy to be over fifty six points. Hopefully, like I, but, I want to see Castro have a better perform, like a decent performance, and like have a game out of it. You know what I mean? Like he he shows up, has a tight game. You know, scores points. I don't think he scored more than I don't know what his high is this year. I feel like his highest points scored in a game is like one twenty. I'm I'm gonna try to look it up here, which is not good whatsoever. <laughs> it's 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 not at all. It's just hard for him to score points for any of these guys. All right, so let's see. So Castro had 72 week one. Oh, here we go. He did have one really good game. His one game of the year that he won, he won by one point. <laughs> he, he is very – he beat – when he beat um, Garrett. Week, oh. He beat Garrett week two, 131 to 130. Okay, he – he can build off that game from five weeks ago. He can do that, right? He can build off that steam from that game alone. So since then, he's only gotten above 113 once. He has, <laughs> he has two games above 100, essentially, this year. That's, that's something else. So, yeah. And, and I, I just like, okay, the last thing I'll say about Castro's team. Like, when I lost this week and I had 98 fucking points, I was miserable. <laughs> If I had put like fifty six up, I I would probably just be inconsolable and just whip a phone. Like it's, it's I would put my head I would put my head in a toilet bowl, like for real. I'm not talking like the, our our toilet bowl chick like belt, you know. I would actually go to a toilet bowl and give myself a swirly. It's it's something else, man. I credit to Castro, he has fun. He's he's a fun member to have in the league, but We'll see how this goes. Any other thoughts here? Otherwise, well, that'll wrap up our uh, week seven preview. Yeah, I would say Castro. I'm rooting for you, but I'm going Canbread pretty much in a landslide. Yep, I'm I'm with you there. I don't see it getting close. But then because of that, Castro will now win, and then I will become the worst team in the league. So, <laughs> in which case, again, I will be inconsolable and not be able to function. So we want to thank our... Man, Vince, for joining us this week on short notice because Tom is unreliable and just overall depressed. Vince, I mean, he's always depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Vince, any final thoughts for the kids at home? Uh, You know, usually this segment here, Tom sings about (laughs) scissors and getting scissors up the daddy's ass. I'd like to end this week with two poems, actually. That's all right with you, Kyle. Uh, that is unexpected, and I'm all for it, yes. Our first one would be about sharks. <laughs> and the next one would be a surprise. All right, let's, let's go with the shark poem. Well, my shark poem here. <clears throat> <laughs> if you are an otter, stay out of the water. If you're a sardine, try not to be seen. 
If you are a ray, please go away. If you're a seahorse, hide, of course. From From down underneath, a flash of sharp teeth. From down where it's dark, the terrible shark. A gray shape, a swish, then goodbye, dear fish. All right. That's why I'm doing this league right now, Kyle. I'm the shark. We are on the prey every week. There will be blood, especially when I face Joe next week. That That's going to be a game of the year, potentially. We'll be up for it. And my last poem of the night is a tribute. The autumn wind is a pirate. Oh my god! Okay, sorry. I gotta, I gotta, like, just shut up. Sorry. Blustering in from sea <laughs> with a rock. <laughs> Come on, that's, you got this. You got this. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering his face, weather beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat above his head and blistering black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold, and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider. (laughs) He will knock you you round and upside down and laugh when he conquers and has won. Raider Nation, always, forever. And that's my night. Well, we, we had some wonderful poetry readings here from Vince in a very unexpected manner. Uh, this has been the Champions Podcast. We'll see you all next week. Bye.